Hey everyone, this is Kanisha. Welcome back to Black Hair Care No Chaser. So I thought I was gonna be able to avoid this topic. I really thought that it wasn't as big of a deal as it has turned out to be. You know, I was one of those people like the first couple of days, I'm like, oh, the media is just sensationalizing it. It can't be that serious, but y'all, it is that serious. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Rona, the Rona. Okay, if you're not a part of Black folks' Twitter or Black folks' social media, they have given the coronavirus a nickname. And no, it's not the COVID-19. It is the Rona. R-O-N-A. That's it. Anyway, we're all very familiar with it. It's like a cousin that we never wanted or something. Like, it is everywhere. Everybody's talking about it. So, hell, I guess I got to talk about it, too. Oh, geez. Well, what does that have to do with hair care? I am seeing in quite a few groups, um, social media groups, and they are not about hair care. They're just like social, like one is an activity group and just different, you know, black girl issues or there are a couple of hair groups or whatever. And so in the vegan group I'm in, um, but either way, doesn't matter what the topic of the group is. Corona is one subject and believe it or not, Hair care is the other, y'all. And I'm a hairstylist, so I get it. Um, and my hair half the time looks a mess, so I really get it. But we are really still going out, trying to figure out how we're gonna make hair appointments, get our hair braided. Um, I see people looking for locticians. They wanna start their locks. I see people talking about where are the weave bundles that are readily available because they don't have time to be waiting for shipping or to pay for it and it, it may not be shipped. And then I guess, you know, not that I guess I know, there's so much misinformation out there. We're not sure what is safe to be shipped to our house or not, right? And then, I mean, what really makes me nervous, not so much catching the virus because I am able-bodied, I um, have a pretty good immune system and I've been on my herbs, which I call my sticks and dirts, um, ahead of time to kind of help my body defend this virus or any other virus, honestly. And down here where I am, the allergies are raging. So, you know, I'm having to keep up with my defense system anyway. So I'm not worried about catching it, but I'm worried about this recession that's gonna hit. Like it's no way that it cannot hit. They just, I just saw in the uh, article, oh, it was on TMZ. So. I mean, not quite super legit, but kind of legit that San Francisco is on going to be on 24 hour lockdown starting tonight at midnight. Like we're duplicating Italy. And if California is going to do it, it's only a matter of time before it trickles to the other states and cities, just like with the school closings and everything else. If we're all sitting at home and so many of us are working and like one paycheck away from being homeless, this is really going to hit hard. Not to mention the people who have money, a lot of theirs is in the stocks and the stocks dropped already. So again, what does this have to do with hair care? Now I can't tell y'all what to do and what not to do. And your president just said that we need to stay away from groups larger than 20. So if you're planning to go to a salon, try to go to some of your smaller salons or some of those stylists who have suites so you know it's just you and your stylist also big one go to a licensed stylist 
please. And I'm a hypocrite because right now I don't even have my license. I don't need it for what I do. Um, I pretty much only do natural hair care. I don't do any relaxers or anything that I would need my license for. However, I was trained and was licensed until a couple months ago. So the knowledge and the habits are still there. And the reason why I say this, and I'm not trying to hate on the braiders or anybody else, but they were never trained majority of the time. Not all of them, some of them are, but most of the time they're not. So like I'm in the state of Texas, state of Texas passed a law uh, about a year or two ago um, that maybe it's been three years, I don't really know, but that braiders didn't need any kind of formal training. And the argument was braiding is indigenous to black or African people. And so why should they have to go to school and pay a bunch of money and pay a bunch of money to the state to have a license for something that was passed down culturally? I am not disagreeing with that argument. I think that argument is valid. I myself am black. If my mother had learned to braid or my grandmother, it would have been passed down to me, right? In my family, that's not quite accurate, but I would be very pissed off if I could not braid um, or practice something that was culturally re relevant and necessary to keep my hair healthy. However, when you are braiding as a professional, I do feel like some training is required. I don't think you should have to go to school for the entire license. So I got my license in Missouri, went to Regency Beauty Institute. It was 1500 hours at the time. I don't think a braider should have to take 1500 hours. Maybe a braider only needs a one or two day course or at the most a week long course on trichology and sanitation. And times like now are a prime example of why a person who has to deal so closely with the public would need that education. It's not as simple as, oh, I'm just gonna get some Lysol and I'm just gonna spray a few things. No, like a lot of times when you go into the braiders, if you really pay attention, they aren't switching out their combs, especially like the African braiders. They aren't, they typically don't even have a container to put the combs in to clean them or to separate them from the ones that they already used. A lot of braid shops don't have shampoo bowls or uh, utility sinks, or sometimes they're set up in just regular old storefronts. It really doesn't have a place to clean the implements, right? Or the tools. Again, I'm not trying to throw shade. I'm just saying that we need to be a little bit more careful. So if you live in the state, in the state where braiders don't have to have a license, kind of check out your braider and make sure they're doing some things to keep you safe. It's important in general, right? It's truly important in general. Cause I mean, there's all kinds of things that you could catch from dirty implements. For instance, you can catch a staph infection, you can catch, there's quite a few bacteria that are highly contagious. And if you don't clean your implements, don't clean um, your caves and your chairs and things like that, it can be passed on. You can get wingworm, which is a fungus. There are a couple of viruses. Um, as a cosmetologist, they only teach us really about two, the human hepatitis B virus and AIDS. They really don't teach us in depth about other viruses, but they do teach us how to disinfect. There's also, of course, head lice. Nobody wants head lice. Typically, 
you we um you will know if you have headlights and you'll know if somebody sat down before you had headlights because they move around um your stylist should be able to see the little eggs on their hair and hopefully that would trigger them to clean their implements so i'm not nearly as concerned about people catching headlights from different stylists unless i don't know i mean i just feel like that would have to be an extreme case however viruses and bacteria infections and fungal infections they're not quite as obvious and this corona this rona y'all <clears throat> some people are carriers and they don't have any symptoms so you got kids especially who you know kids are kind of gross anyway they think their head is a dust mop and they're always running their hands down random rails did y'all see that post where that little girl was licking licking a rail in public Lord have mercy about that. Anyway, kids are kind of gross. So you walk into a shop, the kid has been there before, they didn't coughed on a few things, slobbered on a few things. You don't see anything. It's all, you know, dry, it's not shiny, it's not a puddle of anything, but there's some germs left. Or the kid was in the chair before you, you did see them cough on a few things or whatever, but you just chalked it up as like, they're just choking on their own spit, it's fine. Um, because the kid isn't showing any symptoms. What if they had the Rona? What? if okay let me take the kids out the equation let me stop throwing kids under the bus y'all know our elders are at risk for catching the rona they're pretty vulnerable they're pretty uh vulnerable part of our population with this infection and from what i read the infection itself doesn't kill you but it's the inflammation that it causes in your body so it makes your lungs and stuff swell up and that's what kills you that sounds pretty horrible nobody wants it Okay, so you can't see that on the outside though. And part of the reason it's spreading so fast is because we don't have enough tests. Not everybody has health insurance, not everybody has access to health care, um, but we are still trying to go get our hair done because that costs tremendously uh, less than going to see the doctor. So we're gonna be cute while we're quarantined in the house. Or some of us still have to go to work and we gotta work with the general public and we can't look a hot mess and we don't know how to do our hair. So we go to the stylist. So what do the stylists need to do? Well, according to my handy dandy cosmetology book, sanitation's definition is, it means to remove dirt to aid in preventing the growth of microbes. Sanitation is the first level of infection control. It is important to note that sanitation methods clean and reduce microbes on the surface, but do not kill microbes. So right now, the only advice we have coming from the CDC really, other than stay in your house, is to wash your hands and wash them thoroughly. That's great for your hands. It removes a lot of germs. We, know, we all know that. But that's not necessarily great for the tools and implements. So your stylists have to do more than just wash their combs. Although again, a lot of times if they've never been licensed, they may not even be washing them. So I am congratulating the ones who have never been trained and don't know to wash their combs. I am thanking you for at least doing that because at least sanitizing is a first step. You removed some of the microbes, but how do you remove all of them? Well, you gotta disinfect. That's what you gotta do. You gotta disinfect. The definition of disinfection is disinfection standards require products to destroy or kill bacteria and a broad spectrum of viruses. 
This, these standards apply to all tools and implements used by cosmetologists. Note that disinfection products are toxic, so don't go drinking them. They're not mouthwash, it's not good for you, okay? And disinfection is the second level of infection control. So what are some things that the uh, stylists should be looking for to know whether or not they have a proper product for disinfection? Disinfectants are chemical products used to destroy or kill bacteria and some viruses except for bacterial spores. Bacterial cytos kill harmful bacteria. Let's see, fungicidals, yeah, fung fungicidals, destroy fungus, virucidals, kill viruses. Y'all get, get the pattern, right? Okay, good job. All right, so you need a broad spectrum disinfectant that's formally, they were also known as hospital grade disinfectants. Um, and that disinfectant, disinfectant is designed to kill bacteria, viruses, fungi, and pseudomonas. And pseudo, wait, pseudomonas, pseudomonas. It gets rid of all of that. So you can't just use a um, product that was meant to kill bacteria because your viruses are still there. They're happy, they're roaming, they're looking for somebody to infect. You can't just use a fungicidal um, disinfectant because it just killed the fungus, that's it. Uh, the viruses are still there and the rona is definitely a virus, okay? All right, so you wanna get, most people just use barbicide or uh, the other one that is purple. Now I forgot the name. I only forgot it because I'm doing this podcast. Any other time I can think of it. They also have disinfectants for cosmetologists that come in an aerosol spray can. Those are great for some of your brushes. Um, those are great for your combs, but you gotta saturate it. And then you also have to saturate your counters um, where you're gonna lay your tools, your armrest on your chairs, and anything that might have been infected. Oh, your shampoo bowl, so the neck rest, and the little head, the sprayer head, you wanna go ahead and disinfect that. Any and everything that might have been contaminated by your previous client. In general, you should think of all your clients as being infected all the time. But especially right now, because any and all of us could be curious to the Rona. I mean, really, really y'all, you gotta think about it. So aside from what the book says, I just have a few helpful antidotes. Um, I would say, even though everybody has already bought up all the toilet paper, you might wanna get you a few extra wash rags so your butt won't be dirty. Just saying. Um, you also may want to stock up on some simple things like vitamin C, because that helps boost your immune system. Garlic. My grandma, Ethel Spears, where she swore by garlic, of course, she lived to be almost 100, and she lived through quite a few of her kids having polio. I know my Aunt Claire had all three strains of polio, and my grandma took care of her, and she lived through it. And I know part of that had to have been all that garlic she was swallowing. So I am a firm believer in garlic. Now, I haven't started swallowing any yet, I can't even lie, but I've been drinking my turmeric milk, which is also known as golden milk. You can Google the recipe. I made a turmeric limeade and got my ginger in. I got my Irish sea moss going. Um, my collodial silver is handy. I got some mulk, some, nope, that's not what that's called. Um, 
I got all my little herbs together. So I'm just encouraging you all to try some of the homeopathic ways also, along with washing your hands and disinfecting things, okay? That is very important. If you can't get a hold of disinfection wipes at your local store, because maybe they're sold out, you can also try to get a hold of some diaper wipes, the unscented kind, and y'all don't hoard that because people out there with babies, they need diaper wipes. But just get like a pack or two and pour you some disinfectant in there, squish it around. Now you got disinfectant wipes, okay? You can also add like a tablespoon or so of bleach and squish it around. Now you got Clorox wipes. Don't mix those two together though. Follow the label's instructions. I really can't end this without helping out my fellow industry professionals. Even though the braiders might be a little upset with me. Y'all, I promise you, I'm not trying to throw you under the bus. I'm not, and if you are one of those ones who cleans your tools and you know how to disinfect and sanitize, then you by all means are not who I'm talking about, okay? So don't get your panties in a bunch, you're all right. All right, but to my other professionals or all the professionals, if you're taking a hit, from this coronavirus, this pandemic, and you want some ideas on how to increase your income while your clientele slows down, have you set up a website? For instance, my business is Two Twos and Tennis Shoes, and I focus on education. Do I take clients in person? I do, but a lot of my business comes from my website. So I sell products, I sell educational webinars, and I sell little booklets. Um, and I do speaking engagements, things like that. So can you diversify your money? Like, do you have a, like, a, I don't know how to, do you have like the bestest, best way ever? It is so beyond everybody else's expertise um, technique. Did that sentence even make sense? It might not have, but you get what I'm saying. Like if you have something that you are excellent at, it might be time to educate other people for a price though. Do you have something that you can talk about all day, every day? Um, for instance, you love hair color. Could you talk about color theory all day? Could you talk about formulations? Could you compare one brand of color to another brand of color? Could you say whether or not Revlon's reds are better than, I don't know, cheese reds or whatever it is. Maybe it's time that you started a blog or you started your YouTube. And no, these things don't turn money around right away. But what they do do is increase your brand. Um, is it possible, although none of us really want to do it, but is it possible that you could package some of your services that you do in the salon into little kits for your clients? So everybody is supposed to stay away from each other, right? So we can stay healthy. But your client really needs, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something. Maybe they got a smoothing treatment or something like that. Is there, I'm just trying to throw some ideas out there. Is there something that you could put in a little kit to help your clients be able to do it at home? I know some clients struggle with things as simple as like twist outs. Could you package up some of the products that you use at your salon in smaller containers, like the little one ounce or two ounce containers and say, here's your kit. Um, here's your step-by-step -step video. You'll pay me the same price you paid for an appointment to be able to do it at home. 
I'm just saying, think about it. There's got to be ways, other ways of bringing in some income. Okay. So let me know if you try some of these ideas. Let me know if they work out for you, if they don't, or I mean, just give me some feedback. Let's see where we get. Don't give up. Okay, guys, stay positive. Sometimes it's a little hard looking at the news and social media and what everybody's saying right now. We know we're going to hit a recession, but the more we stay positive and we keep our mind open, the more ideas and blessings can flow into our lives. It sounds so cliche, but it's real. All right, guys, I'm out. Talk to you later. This whole episode has been a lot of helpful tips, so I won't end it with anything other than that. Y'all stay inside, stay safe. If you have to work, we appreciate you for continuing your service to the greater community. Um, And I will talk to you all later. Bye.